You're listening to Leading and Learning. This is the place where we talk about practical leadership, theology, fitness, how to create winning habits, and so much more. My name is David Spell, and I'm a retired police officer, a pastor, a New Testament scholar, and a leadership coach. My goal on leading and learning is to help you live your best life. Thanks so much for joining us today. Well, this is episode 51 on Leading and Learning, and today we're talking about common mistakes when lifting weights. Now, I'll say right up front, I am not a personal trainer, but I have been involved in weightlifting and strength training for almost my entire life. And I constantly have people asking for advice, asking questions. And so I wanted to just share a few things in this episode that I've learned over the years that might help you. Uh, Strength training through weightlifting is a very, very important part of a balanced fitness plan. Lifting weights, and especially free weights, can be dangerous, though, if done incorrectly. And besides being dangerous, the person, the participant, the weight trainer will not gain the benefit from lifting weights if they don't know what they're doing. And and that's why I'm I'm, I'm actually doing this episode is because um, in the gym, even here in Brazil, in in Curitiba, Brazil, where Annie and I live, um, working out every day, I see so many people in the gym who have absolutely no clue what they're doing, and in many cases making mistakes which can be detrimental, but for sure are going to prevent them from from getting the benefits of that workout that they um, really are, are, are shooting for. And so here are a few of the common mistakes that new weightlifters make. Number one, first of all, improper form. This is by far the most serious mistake. Improper form or improper technique or incorrect technique, whatever you want to call it, when lifting weights is one of the primary causes of injury in the gym. So many people get hurt. Um, they throw they throw their back out or they they injure a shoulder or a knee or or something else because um, they were lifting the weights improperly. And if the novice weight trainer is not sure what the correct form is for a particular exercise, there are plenty of resources available either online or in the gym. And and sadly, what happens is somebody will see somebody working out incorrectly, and because they're new themselves, they don't realize the other person's working out incorrectly, so they copy what they see and end up getting hurt. And and like I say, there's no shame, there's no no harm in saying you don't know what you're doing or, or asking for help for a particular exercise. And there are so many great resources online in almost every gym has personal trainers have personal trainers that would be more than willing to help. Um, one example of, of improper form can often be seen around the squat rack. The barbell squat is one of the best all-around exercises. It, it strengthens the person's legs, their back, um, your butt muscles, your glutes. Um, it's, it's a power exercise. It's one of the best exercises for stimulating 
muscle growth. But it can also be very uh, dangerous if done incorrectly. The most common mistake that people make when squatting is that of leaning forward. This leaning forward while you're squatting creates excessive strain on the lower back and on your knees. Another mistake that can be made during the squat is not having your feet spread wide enough. The feet should be just wider than shoulder width. If they are too close together, there'll be a lot of extra stress on the knees. Improper form, though, is not just confined to free weights. Novices can use incorrect form on strength training machines as well. Maybe you've seen the lat pull-down machine. That's the one where you you reach up and you grasp the bar and you, you pull it down to your chest. This is a great exercise for building a stronger back. It also brings in the, the biceps and, um, and other muscles, but especially the back and the biceps. And, and what you're doing is you're actually simulating doing a pull-up when you're using this machine. But um, one of the things that you'll see when, when, when this exercise is done incorrectly is a person pulling the bar down behind their neck. And I don't know who started this trend, but so regularly in the gym, I see people pulling the bar down behind their neck instead of pulling it down to their chest. And this is just a recipe for disaster. You're going to put strain on your shoulders, on your neck. It's just not the way to perform the exercise. And it really doesn't give you the benefit of working out your back. So let's, let's learn to do the exercise correctly. And then one more example of improper form is seen when someone is doing um, barbell curls and they swing the weights. Swinging the weights is, is, is a waste of time. You're not going to get the benefit if you're swinging the weights. And this typically happens because the person is using too much weight. So they end up swinging it and uh, cheating a little bit. But in reality, they'd be much better off dropping the weight a little bit and doing uh, correct form. But a person who's swinging the weights um, can very easily injure their back. And you're, you're definitely not going to benefit from the curls. You're not going to build the, the big arms that you're trying to build when you're doing barbell curls. Because by swinging the weight, you're taking the tension off the muscles. So in this case, it's better to reduce the weight, concentrate on making the biceps work through the whole range of motion. So that's number one, improper form. The second mistake that I see so many people make in the gym is just not using enough weight. Insufficient weight. When you don't use enough weight, you're just wasting your time. Um, if you can do 15 or 20 reps with a particular weight, it's time to increase the weight Excuse me, that's being lifted. Very often I see personal trainers working with their clients and, 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 and they've got it set on, on, on a weight where the, 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 the client can do a lot of weight. But, you know, they're not doing them any favors if, if, if they're not making them work. And if you're paying a personal trainer to train you, and they're constantly putting a weight on that you can do 12 or 15 reps easily, um, that personal trainer is not helping you. You should be, by the time you get to that 8th or 10th rep, you should be straining. Your goal is to do 8 or 10, and those last couple should really make you work. So, so we want to put enough weight on there to make our muscles work. 
Muscles only grow and get stronger if they're constantly being forced to work harder. Once a certain weight becomes easy to lift, you have to increase it. It's always best to select a weight that that allows you to get 8 or 10 repetitions. And like I said, once you get to that 8th repetition, it should really start being hard. And uh, if you can grind out a couple more, that's good. But once you get to where you can do 10 or 12 consistently, it's time to move up in weight. Uh, Mistake number three, too little work. Another way we could say this is too few sets. To make progress in weight training, the muscles have to work. And, And one set per exercise is just not sufficient. I'd recommend at least three sets per exercise to give the muscles a work to give muscles plenty of work. And, and this does not count warm-up sets at the start of your workout. I mean, if you're going to do chest, for example, and do bench press, um, I'd recommend doing two to three warm-up sets. And, and a warm-up set could be defined as doing a weight where you can do 15 to 20 reps just to get the blood flowing, just to get the joints warmed up, to get the muscles warmed up. Um, and so, so do these two to three warm-up sets and then move into your working sets where, as we just talked about, where you're shooting for eight or ten repetitions. But a lot of times I'll see somebody sit down at a, at a machine or at the free weights and they'll do one set and then they'll move on. They'll do another set on something else and they'll move on. And, you know, this is nice if all you're wanting to do is get a little bit of a cardio workout or burn some calories, but you're not going to build muscle lifting weights this way. You have to make the muscles work. Um, so, so again, three sets is a minimum. Um, and as you progress in your weight training, you're probably even want to go sometimes for four or five, six sets, depending on what you're doing. Um, very often when I'm doing a, a chest exercise, um, you know, doing bench press, I'll do maybe six to 10 sets before I move on to something else. Same thing when I'm doing a back exercise, if I'm doing pull-ups or the lat pull-downs that we mentioned, um, I might do six or eight sets of that because I really want to, these are big muscle groups and we want to really work them. Um, And another good rule to go by when we're talking about getting enough work is to do a minimum of two or three exercises per body part. For example, a good chest workout might be three sets of flat bench presses, three sets of incline incline bench presses, and then three sets of machine flies. So that's nine nine sets that you're doing there. And then if you count your warm-up sets, two or three of those, you're getting, you know, 11 or 12 sets, good work, good, a good um, number of work, uh, a good amount of work to do for a good chest workout. And there's so many different combinations that you can do. And, you know, if you're not sure, you can always check with a personal trainer or, or even look online. There's some great um, resources online. In fact, I'll include some in the show notes, a couple of websites that you can go to um, on how to perform um, various exercises and some, even some different workouts that you can use. So make sure you give your muscles enough work. Uh, mistake number four. So far, we've mentioned three. We've mentioned improper form. We've mentioned insufficient weight. We've mentioned too few sets. Number four is overworking muscle groups. In other words, working the muscle groups too much. Now, this kind of seems contradictory because in the, the last one, I said we, we get too little work, and here I'm talking about getting too much. But muscles need time to recover between workouts. 
A very common mistake that you'll see people make is working the same muscle groups too often. Really, you should never work the same muscle groups two days in a row. There should always be at least one day of rest between working the same, the same muscle groups. And, and I really would recommend uh, not working body parts any more than twice a week. Um, a rookie mistake for weight training is to, like we said, to do the same body parts every time you go to the gym. I mean, look, I understand guys want to have a big chest and they want to have big arms. So you see a lot of guys that when they go to the gym, it's like every day they're doing a chest and biceps workout because those are the showy muscles. But the reality is if you do that every day, the muscles aren't going to grow. They have to have time between workouts to recover. So give your muscles time to heal and to recover, and then you'll be uh, happy with the growth that you're seeing. You know, some people find that that legs, um, you know, it's a huge muscle group, only need to be worked once a week. That's typically what I do is I'll do legs uh, a, a good, strong, heavy leg workout once a week, every five or six days, and that's enough. But you'll have to play around with it, but um, make sure you don't overwork those muscle groups. And then the last mistake that people make in the gym, the last mistake people make when they're lifting weights is not using a spotter. Now, this is especially true when you're lifting heavy weights. And, of course, you really don't need a spotter if you're just using machines. But if you're using free weights, you need to, from time to time, you're going to need a spotter. You don't need them for every exercise. But when you're lifting a heavy weight and you feel like you might need some help, um, it's good to ask somebody to spot you because this is going to prevent injuries. Um you know, many guys who, and girls who have lifted weights for a long period of time can tell a story about when they were lifting by themselves without a spotter and they ended up with weights laying on their chest or they, you know, dropped weights on themselves. And, uh, and I've done it myself. I was, I was bench pressing one time and I thought I could go a little heavier than, than I really could and ended up dropping the weights on my chest and I had no spotter and there I am trapped with, you know, several hundred pounds on my chest. So, um, Obviously, I survived, but having a spotter is a really good idea. And, um, you know, this, this typically works well, like if you're doing a chest workout and you're doing heavy bench press. Usually the last couple of sets um, would be the point where I would say, hey, look, can you come watch me while I do this set? And it can be just somebody in the gym. It might be a, somebody that works there. But often it's just, just, you know, somebody else that's working out. I say, hey, man, can you just watch me while I do this set? Or maybe, you know... Uh, help me if I get stuck. So having a spotter is very, very important. Um, you know, a spotter will help you uh, with the weight if it gets stuck. And having a spotter also provides a psychological boost. Um, there's just something about having somebody watching you that just gives you a little bit of extra um, juice when you're trying to lift that, that weight. And most people in the gym are happy to assist. I've never had anybody turn me down when I ask for a spot. That's just what happens. So um, please, you know, use caution when you're lifting heavy weights, especially when you're using free weights. Um, if you're working out at, at, at your house by yourself, don't put yourself in a position where you're going to need a spotter. Um, weight training, if done correctly, will help the person, will help all of us, in our quest to stay healthy, 
to build a strong body, an attractive body. And avoiding these common mistakes will protect us from injury. Learning how to work out correctly is very, very important if you're going to do strength training. Well, now it's your turn. Can you think of any other mistakes that strength trainers can make? What other mistakes that, 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 that people that are lifting weights, what other mistakes can you make in the gym? What other mistakes have you made? I'd love to hear from you. Go to davidspell.com. Leave your question or your comment in the comment section for today's post. While you're there, make sure you sign up to get my free newsletter. I publish three blog posts a week, and subscribing will ensure that you don't miss a single issue. And subscribers also get my free monthly subscribers-only newsletter. It's full of extra information about what Annie and I are doing in Brazil. I put some pictures on there. Um, there's some extra leadership material. It, it's just an extra resource for, for those of you that have subscribed, and I'd love to send it to you. Well, now it's time for this week's resource highlight. At davidspell.com, I've actually got a resource page where you can check out uh, some of my books. And, and today, I just want to highlight uh, one of my favorite books that I wrote, and it's um, called Street Cop 2 Reloaded. And this is the sequel to Street Cop, and it's, it's full of first-person, true police stories from my career. These are all true stories, things that I experienced. I only told my stories. I didn't tell any other police officers' stories. And I would just, if you like true police stories, check out Street Cop 2 Reloaded. Um, I know you'll love it, and it will give you a greater appreciation um, maybe the, than you've ever had before for the men and women in blue who, who are the thin blue line protecting us from lawlessness in our society. And also, I'd ask you, if, if you're going to buy something from Amazon, would you click through the link on the right side of my post at davidspell.com to Amazon? Um, if you're going to buy from them anyway, click through my site and they'll show davidspell.com a little bit of love. And I would so appreciate it. Thanks so much for that. Now, as we close today, um, if I could ask for another small favor, would you go to iTunes and give Leading and Learning a review? Your reviews mean so much to me and help get our, our, our show a little bit higher in the ratings so we can get our content to more awesome people just like you. So until next time, this is David Spell encouraging you to be very careful when you're lifting weights and pursue your passion.